Life is full of questions. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions, you need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So, let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hello and welcome to the program. You are listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien and Associates. You can reach out to Nathan anytime here on the program by simply calling 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. And we're uh, coming to you today and talking about the worlds of finance, investing, and retirement, as we always do. Nathan has been doing this for more than 15 years. He's a registered investment advisor and chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey and an educator and a good all-around guy here in the Hub City. Give him a call, 855-51-COACH. Nathan, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Doing great, man. Feeling good today. Had a good week. Feeling good, huh? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He was telling me, folks, right before we got on air that he's doing this flying thing. If you've been listening to us for a little while, you know he's taking flying lessons. And he got to uh, he got to land the plane and maybe scared himself a little bit with a uh, with with good landing and a, and, a, and an interesting landing. <laughs> it was exciting. Let's just say that uh, not I would say dangerous, but just exciting. I had a little little bit of uh, pucker factor, I would say, <laughs> to, uh, to, uh, to to the landing on the third one. So it was made, good. made your eyeballs jump out a little yeah, bit. It yeah, it was good. That's all right. But you're learning, right? So that's that's, right. that's what the instructor's yeah, right, right there to help you do. You got yeah. that. You get that coach, right? You get that yeah, coach on your side to help teach yeah. you. So yeah, he's been great, and uh, he he's exciting also. And there you go. He, he keeps me on my toes all the time. <laughs> well, and a lot of that, you know, is what you do as well. So he's coaching you to fly, to learn how to fly. Yeah. You yeah. coach your clients and potential clients on how they can achieve maybe the highest degree of satisfaction that they would like to achieve in their retirement anyway, yeah, right? It's a right. process. It's yeah. a plan. Yeah. And so with that, let's uh, let's pull out a little Mick Jagger here and say, you know, <laughs> I can't get no satisfaction. Uh, or can we? So yeah. as I mentioned, a lot of times people, we found that a lot of people who fit into these following descriptors, Nathan, they tend to have the higher degrees of satisfaction with their yeah. retirement plan. Yeah. So let's just talk about a couple key points there. These are just big 10,000-foot uh, views, if you will, to use your ter- yeah, airplane okay. terminology, okay. right? So <laughs> are, are you at 10,000 feet or more like five? No, no more like five. Okay, yeah. more like five. All right, <laughs> yeah. so this is a 5,000-foot view of uh, satisfaction in our retirement plan. First yeah. and foremost, peace of mind. And that's a buzzword, catchphrase, whatever you want to go it with is. that people hear a lot. But it is true. People want to feel that kind of... <sighs> I'm okay type yeah, of thing, right? The comfort level with yeah. investing, yeah, that's that's important. And, you know, the the way that we help people with that is just through constant education and coaching, you know, just just staying there. And, and I get people sometimes that have been clients for a while and, and you know, maybe they stop coming to the coaching classes, but okay. it always comes back around <laughs> because markets change, situations change. And so it, it always, you know, something brings them something back brings to them needing back. that, you know, because the peace of mind goes away for what whatever reason, you know, it's, it's, you know, what's, what's happening in the economy or the market or, you know, whatever their personal situation. So it has to come back to that. And and that's why we do the education and coaching because the peace of mind is, is what keeps you investing, keeps you, you know, 
I guess sane. grounded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it keeps it you does. sane. Yeah. It does. It keeps you sane and keeps you grounded in what what you're trying to accomplish over the long term. Because I think most people understand that jumping in and out, changing things around all the time is not the answer. It's, you know, and that peace of right. mind has got to be there for you to stay disciplined. Well, that's a panic factor. When you yeah, start jumping around it and is. hopping around, you clearly have no peace of mind. You're panicking all the time. Well, what about diversity then? You know, we, we say this word a lot here on the program, Nathan, but yeah. diversity of income streams is really more what I'm talking about. That helps people achieve that level of satisfaction because you're not now to rely on any one thing. That's right. And so there, you know, depending on the situation, we do, you know, whatever the client needs in that situation. But for the most part, I mean, people are going to have a portion of their portfolio in stocks and a portion in bonds or fixed income investments. And so something that's more stable versus something that, you know, will hopefully outpace inflation over time. And so for our clients, we take from fixed income when the markets are down. We take from the thing that's not down during that time and take from stocks when the markets are up. And, you know, just having those different buckets, we've talked about buckets in the past, but having those different buckets there to draw income from, depending on, you know, what the market is doing, that helps you to be more stable. And again, it helps with that peace of mind because you know that you're not having to sell stocks when the market's down. If they're down 10, 15%, you're not having to sell stocks at that time. You can pull it off of the bond side or the fixed income side of your allocation and make sure that you can still meet your income needs um, and and do it at a less volatile way. I would it, say. It's kind of like turning on the different income streams at different times, right? Is that... Yeah. Because yeah. You, yeah, you, if right. it's just Social Security, like that's some people say that's the only really reliable one because you know it's government backed or whatever. But you've <laughs> got to have those multiple streams that you can activate at different times. Yeah, and you know sometimes this is where you know I bash annuities a lot, but this is where sometimes <laughs> if depending on the situation, an annuity can be a okay. good choice. Fair enough. Know? Yeah. Um, if they need some type of guaranteed income, really. Besides a pension and Social Security, the uh, the annuity is the only thing that can provide that. So, um, you know, a guaranteed income for the rest of your life. So, again, depending on the situation. On the scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So most people don't need that, but some do. And that's, you know, that's where an annuity can come in and, and be a good positive for that peace of mind. Again, coming back to that first yeah, thing we true. talked about. Very true. Yeah. Well, so we're talking about, you know, can we achieve levels of satisfaction in retirement? Uh, people that tend to find those higher degrees of it have some of these common points, if you will. Uh, Confidence is another word that we're going to use for this next piece, Nathan. Having confidence, and I don't necessarily mean, you know, confidence in any one particular thing, but confidence in life is, it just attaches to everything we do, right? Whether you, how you feel about how you look, about, you know, whatever the case is, you need confidence in order to feel successful. And in this case, I'm talking real confidence about your ability to enjoy your retirement money. Because what's the point (laughs) if you've saved it if you're so wound up and bound up that you can't enjoy it at all. Yeah. And that's the one thing, Mark, that I see so much is, you know, besides just, you know, the fear of running out of money during your retirement, the, the, uh, the fear of spending it. Yeah. Right. The idea that you're going to have to live off of this chunk of money for the rest of your life. And how do you do that without worrying about running out of money? And it's all, again, it comes back to that peace of mind factor, but the confidence has got to be there. And, I have, you know, I can say anything to anybody to help them try to grow this level, but 
that confidence only comes through experience, I would say. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, trusting that what I say will work over time, you know, and, and being disciplined in that allocation. And then just experiencing that for through the years of retirement. And that's one thing that I notice is that people do build that confidence level as they see that, yes, it, it's we're taking this amount of money off every month and the account is you know, still growing over time and keeping right. up with inflation and helping us to meet these higher expenses every year that we have. Well, if you're one of those people that have, you know, I guess an extreme paranoia about running out of, or of money or being afraid to enjoy it and spend it in retirement, I'm sure it's a bit of a learning curve. But over time, through working through the process, working the plan that you've established that you put together, you can start to, you know, hopefully adjust that uh, emotional factor, that uh, that piece in our brain that's kind of keeping us from moving forward. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, just again, in the bad times when the market's down or when the economy's bad or whatever, yeah. just reviewing that plan and saying, okay, look, even though even though the market is down 5% or 10% or whatever, then your plan still works out. Yeah. You know, it still is going to be successful. Uh, the odds of your success are really, really high. And, you know, this is not something to worry about. We expected this to happen. Right, right. But you can't do that if you don't know how you're investing, if you don't have that peace of mind with what you're investing in and how it's being allocated and all that. So it just comes back to the first thing you talked about, Mark, is well, that, that yeah. peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. You, if you're up there flying around and you just, you know, you can't go up and fly without a flight plan, right? <laughs> no, that's I, right. I, you know, even though you're learning right now, I'm sure yeah, the instructor right. is filing a flight plan. Yeah, that's you know? right. And we have to tilt air traffic control what's going on. Exactly. You know, so it's the same thing. You can't, so. you can't just wander through retirement aimlessly mm-hmm. and feel and, and think you're going to have confidence unless you're just uber wealthy. <laughs> <You know>? I mean, <laughs> that's maybe, right. that's, maybe that's the way to go. That's uh, right. But what about security, Nathan? So in this, in this kind of piece, um, the healthcare aspect, because it's, got, yeah. it's right there at number two. Pretty much yeah. number one is always running out of money, and then two is healthcare, healthcare, it healthcare. Is, yeah. How do we feel secure? Is there some things so, we can work on? Yeah, the, you know, I mean, Medicare is great. Me- Medicare is is a really good plan, and I tell most people, you know, it's going to probably be the best insurance you've had in your lifetime when you get on Medicare and get your Medicare supplement and things like that. But the, the security, I think, comes with if they retire early. If someone's okay. retiring at 55 or 60, then they've got a time for frame there before they're going to get on Medicare. And so what do you do? Because the Affordable Care Act is, you know, there's the cost goes up astronomically every year. And who knows what's going to happen with all that. Right, and we don't know what's going to happen. So that's the big thing. You know, I can't see the future either. I wish I could. And so, you know, that's where we just, you have to budget extra. You have to budget just in case um, the cost does increase by 30% over the next two years or or whatever. And, you know, you just have to plan. It's what it all comes down to is you've got to plan to make sure that you can cover that gap in health insurance that, you know, where you're going from maybe your previous employer to Medicare and you have to be insured yourself. Very true. Very, very true. Well, this is the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien. We're talking about uh, some different descriptors that are used for and used by people who uh, have that higher degree of satisfaction with their retirement and their retirement plan. And the final piece, I think for a lot of people, Nathan, on, on feeling good about it is independence. And I mean the independence, not only to go and do spend the money we talked about earlier and go and do the things, but right. having the independence to not rely on quote unquote anyone, if you will, right. be that the government, yeah. be that your family. 
Yeah, and that's that's a that's a big concern. You know, most people don't want to be a burden on their kids. You know, they're wanting to make sure that they've saved enough and they spend it well, make smart decisions over their retirement that they're not having to the kids aren't having to, you know, pull them into their own house as they get older and right. take care of them and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, that's that again all comes down to the plan. You know, have you taken the you know the risk mitigation that you need through insurances and things like that? Have you got the things that will protect you and your family and even the kids and everything in this situation? Have you uh, projected your income needs and and figured in inflation? All of these things. That's really what comes back to making sure that you're as independent and you live as independently as you can throughout the rest of your life. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, Nathan, let's talk about the class real fast. We're going to take a break here in just a second. Uh, it's coming up now in just a, just about two weeks. Uh, yeah. So you've got the new class. Well, it's the same class, but it's a new incarnation, new offering, new offering yeah. of the class, <laughs> yeah, right? That's right. Uh, for new students, if you will. So let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah, so the class is going to be at Jackson State Community College. Uh, it's called Separating Myths from Truth. And really what we're going to talk about are just things that you need to avoid when you're investing and also things that you need to know. So just some some basic ideas, but it's not things that you've probably heard before because most people don't focus on this stuff. They don't focus on teaching you what, what truly works when it comes to investing. So that's what we're going to, we're going to cover in the class at Jackson State. So it'll be on October the 16th, 6.30. PM. That is a Tuesday, I think. Mark, that is a Tuesday. Is that right? yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Tuesday, October the sixteenth, six thirty PM. Separating myth from truth. It does not cost you anything to attend this class. Uh, it is free, but we do want you to register for the class, and it is filling up. So, yeah. uh, please let us know if you'd like to attend. The way you do that is just call us eight five five fifty one coach. Leave us a message. Let us know you'd like to attend the class. We'll get back with you and get you some information on where the class will be located on campus. Again, call us eight five five. 51 coach. Yeah, pretty easy to do, folks. Grab those seats, as we mentioned. Uh, they do fill up quickly. He keeps the class size small so he can uh, really get to everyone and provide that uh, content and education to each person. 855-51-COACH to get yourself in the class. And to come in and talk with Nathan O'Brien, just leave your name and phone number, and the lovely Miss Tanya will get back with you and get you scheduled, get you the pertinent information that you need for this complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation class with Nathan O'Brien, 855 855- 51 Coach. More to come today on the program. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary retirement rescue toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, it's time for In the News here on The Financial Answer. I always feel like I ought to get like all Walter Cronkite, you know, Cronkite <laughs> like that. It's time for In the News. Uh, you know, and that's the way the cookie crumbles <laughs> to, to bring in a little uh, a Bruce Almighty as well. So it's been an interesting day here on the program. So I, why not have an interesting conversation about in the news? Our topic this week, the headline that I found, Nathan, is uh, mm. about marijuana. Uh, awesome. As, yeah. yeah. Something we never talk about. Never talk about. So good. Yeah. Interesting. Well, <laughs> yeah. but from, from a financial standpoint. So as more states legalize this, we start to see the stock prices. Uh, of these pot producers yeah. are going up. Yeah. 
So are you ready to embrace this as a legitimate investment and opportunity? Is it more bubbly like a dot-com or a Bitcoin, something like that? Uh, What do you think? I don't know. I don't know about the bubble thing there. I would say probably it will be. The, The issue comes down with this, I think, is that there's not very many investment like mutual funds or ETFs or anything that really invest in this in the U.S. market. Okay. There are other markets. Canadian market is filled with this. Oh, okay. okay. And there's a ton of, uh, you know, I guess marijuana based mutual funds or ETFs or something like that. But there's not many funds on the market. There's not a lot of liquidity in the United States for these funds. So, and the cost is really high. So even with an exchange traded fund uh, that's, that the U.S. market has, I mean, the cost typically for an ETF is almost nothing. The expense ratio is almost nothing for those. And we're in, you know, in these type of funds, it's almost 1%. So it's really big compared to what you should be getting. So it's not the time right now to invest in these type of things. You know, I don't know. I feel weird about that anyway. But as an investment opportunity, if you're going to, you know, take advantage of that, then yeah, I mean, Maybe in the next two or three years, but not right now. It's just not liquid enough, and there's not enough options, I don't think, out there to be able to, you know, satisfy what may be needed in the market. Yeah, we hear a lot of the people. The average investor. The average investor, and especially, mm-hmm. you know, possibly for retirement investors. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, uh, younger fi- folks, I, I think I've, I definitely hear a lot of conversation where younger people are like, oh, you know, what if it's the next Google or, you know, or, yeah. you know. Who the knows? problem is, yeah, the problem is, is when you get into buying sectors of the market like this and, you know, specializations in the market like this is, this is this is not what you want to focus on with investing. You want to buy asset classes, not sectors of the market. So don't focus on financials or commodities or, okay. you know, marijuana or anything like that. That's not how you want to invest. You want to you want to buy asset classes. So focus on large cap stocks. And for an example, if the if these companies that sell this, if they end up being a large cap company and, you know, tremendous growth then you know, you've owned them from the time they were a small cap all the way up to a large cap. So you get to, you know, capture that growth that they have over time. But don't just, again, don't just focus on, I want to focus a portion of my portfolio toward these type of stocks, toward any type of whatever stocks. Whatever it may you be. Okay. Really, yeah, whatever it may be. So uh, people just are looking at this, I think, as a, as a more speculative than they should. And, you know, it's not going to be, I don't think, a, a good investment in the long term. I just think that the market's going to, I don't know, the market's going to fix it. We'll see. Could be fatty. We'll see. Yeah. yeah it could yeah. possibly potentially so, be. We'll see. Well, I mean, I definitely see more states adding this as a legalization. Oh, um, no, that's you know, going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, it's going to happen, I think. So I don't know how that's going to affect it. I don't feel... I don't know. I'm mixed on that. I don't feel positive about that, but I don't know. I mean, people do it already anyway, so I, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. just uh, we get into some political views there. Yeah, we'll so we'll stay away from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just keep right. it from the investment side. Well, that's certainly good <laughs> that's something right. to think about. You know, uh, at this point, maybe it's still speculative. Who knows? We'll see. But that's our in the news yeah. uh, here on the financial answer. We'll get back to the rest of the conversation in just a moment. Sure. You could eat hamburgers and hot dogs every day. But is that really what's best for you? What about your financial health? Is it really best to work with an advisor that can only offer you one or two products? Of course not. So keep listening to The Financial Answer to hear what it's like to work with an advisor who puts your financial health above all else. 
Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates, your local investor coach here in the Hub City. Give them a call at 855-51-COACH to get yourself on the calendar for a no-cost, no-obligation consultation and to sign up for that class as well. We just talked about 855-51-COACH. Again, they're complimentary, so just reach out and leave your contact information. We'll get back with you ASAP and get you started. Nathan, let's talk a little bit about some decisions that we make. Obviously, in life, we make about I don't know eight billion. Maybe maybe it's eight Google. You know that's it where be. you know that's where Google got their the name from, right? Yeah, it's actually right. a, a number, a measurement, crazy, of, yeah. crazy large number, crazy yeah. large number. So we yeah. we make a lot of decisions in life. Uh, but when it comes to the retirement planning process, there are some decisions that cannot be undone. No, that's right. Um, they're irreversible decisions. That's a big word to use on the yeah, radio. Uh, a little tongue twister there. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we have the we make the right call. Basically, is what it comes down yeah. to. So let's start talking about a couple of these here and why these are important and where to be careful when it comes to some places that you can't undo what you did. Yeah. So Social Security. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think most one. of us have heard that you know you set it once you turn it on you're stuck. Now yeah. there is a caveat, but let's be honest, who really does it? Yeah. Yeah. So once you start it, if you are at, for example, full retirement age, so that may be 66 or 67. If you were born after 1960, then full retirement age for you is, is 67 years old. So right. once you, once you start taking social security at that point, you can turn it off if you want. Um, and it will, you know, put it on hold or whatever until 70, you can let it grow. That's fine. Right. But uh, if you don't, you got to pay back pay back the money though, right? No, not at not at full retirement. Oh, not at full, age, but prior yeah. to. Okay. Yeah, if you take it at let's say you start taking it at sixty two, uh, and that's where a lot of people get confused on that. But uh, like me, um, I, I just did. yeah, no, that's <laughs> no, that's a that's a good question. And so at sixty two, when you can start drawing it, okay. Um, if you've only been taking Social Security for twelve months or less, then you can say, okay, I'm going to stop it now, and you have to pay it back. Okay? okay, and they will stop until full retirement age, or they'll stop until seventy or whatever. You know, whatever you want to do at that point. Um, but you want to make sure that you know when you do start it that it's it's the right time. If it's not, if you found out, you know, maybe a year later, maybe you're sixty eight, and it's going to be better for you to wait until seventy. You don't need the income right now, so. You can turn it off. You got to go through the right processes, but you can turn it off and basically suspend that until age 70 and let it grow for you during that time frame. You know, the key is a lot of people just don't know that you can do that. They don't okay. know what the rules are, basically. Right, right. How to, yeah, I thought it was totally period. Yeah. If you turned it off, you had to pay it back. So that's good to know after no, it's full not, retirement. Yeah, that's right. It's not. So fortunately, it's not. So yeah. if you do draw it for more than 12 months, though, then you, you cannot stop it. You cannot okay? stop, so right. So if you okay. take it at 62 or 63 and, and you know, draw it for more than 12 months, you cannot turn it off at that point. So I would imagine 99 times out of 100, though, people just, once they turn it on, they just don't go that route. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's probably That's next to never, <laughs> next to never happens. Right. So you want to be sure. And, and you know, you've heard us say on the show many times, folks, that you want to be sure about the social security, you know, that maximizing it for whatever is the best scenario for your situation and keep in mind your spouse too. Right. Yeah. So don't yeah. just think about you when you activate it, think about how it's going to affect you as a team. A lot of times it's better for, you know, especially the the lower income earner of the two. Okay. Mm. It's better for that person to wait until 70. If you have a long life expectancy, if, you know, there's not early death that runs in the family, that kind of thing through right. illnesses and diseases and things. So if that's not the case, 
um, then, you know, a lot of times it's better to wait, have the lower income earner wait until 70 to start drawing because it's going to grow at 8% a year from, you know, full retirement age until 70. So it grows at a good rate for you with a guarantee that you're not going to get through investing. So yeah. um, it's it's strong and it's it can strong. be a really good positive. Well, let's continue talking about some things we can't undo. So basically, folks, you really don't, you're just not going to change your social security once you activate it. Um, so what about the spousal benefit option with a pension? Now, if you're lucky enough to have one, yeah, once right. you elect it, you're stuck, right? Yes, it is. And I, I guess there could be a company out there that allows you to change it. You know, it's it's all based on what the company says, but I have never seen one. So right. once you once you make that election, if you elect to receive 100% and your spouse doesn't get any when you pass away, then that's locked in for so life. So we're talking like that and single pay life yeah, versus... Yeah, okay. that's right. That's right. So, you know, they will always give you an option to leave something to your spouse. You know, every pension plan will allow that. It may be 50% of your payment. It may be 100%. It may be whatever. It can be whatever they set up in the pension options. Okay. But you need to you need to work with a financial planner in that to make that decision because they're going to be able, the planner is going to be able to run these numbers for you and tell you what the best option is. So, right. you know, and most of my clients that have pensions, uh, it's not, you know, they, they did not choose to leave, to take a hundred percent of the benefit. Okay. They okay. wanted to, uh, leave something to their spouse. Which and it makes sense. Out, sure. Yeah. It worked out much better that way to do that because I mean, we just don't know when we're going to die. We don't know when, when that day is going to happen for us. If it happens early in retirement, then you leave your spouse with nothing, you know, or no additional income over that time frame. Yeah. I, I make your job a whole lot easier if we knew exactly the day we were going to die. But yes, it would. <laughs> boy, but it's the information that I don't think anybody would want to know though, right? No, you that's know, right. It's like, how do, how, do we, right. how do we slow this clock down? <laughs> the uncertainty is fun on that part, I guess. And, I, well, and the, <laughs> I heard this saying, and I probably am saying this wrong, but it said, you know, because none of us want to pass, right? Like a lot of us, you know, right. as we're right. as we're moving on, we're through life, we're going, man, time's winding down, and there's this I wanted to do and that I wanted to do. Yeah. And if you think about it, like we get pretty scared when we think about passing on. But part of what makes life unique and interesting is that it has uh, a life cycle, that it has to end. You know, yeah. could you imagine yeah. if you never died? Like nothing, I, would, would things mean as much maybe yeah, not i think i think not i mean i think over time it would just be ah uh, An, another that again yeah, or, another yeah. day a groundhog right. day you know for the bill right. murray movie it would it would become so like you might go through some phases where you do some silly yeah, stuff like you did in the movie yeah, yeah but so. eventually it would just wear you down yeah, that's I for sure so. I, I think, think we're getting right. a little too philosophical here so we'll jump back <laughs> on the back we'll get yeah. back to the financial answer which is what you're listening to right now with nathan o'brien of o'brien and associates 855 51 coach if you do have some questions about social security or spousal benefit options with your pension that's what we're talking about some decisions that really are you can't undo once you do them or if you can they're kind of complicated so you want to make sure you've got that right coach on your side nathan can certainly help you out with that 855-51 coach is how you get in touch with him leave your name and phone number they'll call you back get you scheduled for a time to come in and just have a conversation and just chit chat for a little bit about what's going on with you and he'll be able to see if he can work with you help you out so on and so forth and kind of that give and take really relationship, see if it's going to be a good fit for everyone. You can also attend that upcoming class. We'll talk more about that here at the end of the segment. So stay tuned for that. 855-51-COACH. All right, Nathan. So back to these decisions we can't undo. I've got life insurance on this list, getting life insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people might say, well, wait a minute, I can choose to get it or not get it throughout life. Yes, but no. 
There's, that's right. There's some, there are some caveats there. You have to be able to qualify for it, of course. And, you know, a lot of times what we find is you need life insurance at times where you really don't need it, you know, maybe necessarily. So we have you know, it when it, we don't, we don't. Yeah, we do. that's yeah. right. That's right. So, you know, I mean, term life insurance, I think is the best, of course, and it's really inexpensive and you can, you can get that a lot of it for very little money. Unless you um, have a pre-existing condition. Unless you have yeah, a pre-existing yeah. condition. Yeah. So if there's any, any kind of heart or any, really any kind of health conditions can really cause it to go. Yeah. Mark's just raising his hand. He's like, yep, the heart I have, a, deal, I have so. a heart condition, folks. So it makes <laughs> so, it, uh, I was in my forties to our point. Uh, yeah. you've got to be careful at my early forties. I got a heart condition and surgery and you know, insurance won't touch me. Well, they will touch me, but I the can't. The premium's 10000 a month. Right? I can't pay for it. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's right. So that's kind of where yeah. we put that in that decision where if you put off getting it, yeah. you could be in a real pickle. Yeah, you can. And, you know, most of the time people don't need life insurance later on in life, but there are situations where they do. So again, this is where you need to address this with your planner. Make sure that, you know, this is something that you've got taken care of and, and you know, make some projections for the next 20 years and see if it is a need for you and more than likely it won't be but it may and especially if you're younger you just you know kids and you got a mortgage and all this stuff you need life insurance to right. take care of that you don't you haven't had long enough to save and and build up your investments build up your net worth yet so you need life insurance in that case but most of the time other than that you know in other situations you don't as you get older and you build that net worth you, you know you can you're basically insuring yourself yeah um, yeah yeah and, and I know we go back and forth because I know you you kind of flip flop or yeah, flip flops not a good word, but um, you have your stance when it comes to life insurance, yeah, and, yeah. and how it affects with uh, retirement planning and so on and so forth. But everybody's situation is different, so it, it could it may be a fit, it may not be a fit. But yeah, before true. it's too late to make a decision that is no longer in your control, check it out, <laughs> right? Check it out, exactly. That's what we're saying. Uh, okay, so I got one more for you, Nathan, here on this, and that's yeah. choosing the actual retirement date. So Ooh, that's a tough one. That's yeah. a tough one, right? <laughs> yeah. um, can we undo it or are we stuck with it? Well, of course you can undo it. You can always go back to work, but, but you can know, a lot you? of times, <laughs> yeah, you can, uh, You more than likely cannot go back to work making the same income that you were making. Or the know, same position potentially, yeah, the right? the same position, right, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, if you're 60, it's going to be tough to, you know, for an example, to get hired on in a position because they they know that you're probably going to be leaving in two to five years, something like right, that. Exactly. So they don't want to maybe put that much time in there to, to train you and then have to do it again in five years. So. Yeah, you've got to be careful about making this decision. You don't want to go back to work. And, you know, so many people after 2008 did that. You know, it happened as the market fell and they lost a lot more than they expected to. And their peace of mind went out the window and they ended up having to go back to work and, um, and you know, just try to earn some extra income during that time frame. So, right. again, it, there's a lot more to it than just choosing that retirement date. You've got to make sure your allocations are right and investments and just a lot that you've got to consider here, which is why I earn my fee, you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> where, right. where I earn my fee. So taking care of these things, but that retirement date is a crucial time. Don't do it too soon because it's tough to get back in that position. Well, and, and wanting to do some work or go back into work or do some form of business or something after retirement yeah. is different. That's not exactly what we're talking about. We're saying, you know, here in a situation having where to. having to, so yeah. when you choose your retirement date to finally walk away from that big paying job that you've had uh, in later in life or whatever that career thing was, 
you know, make sure you put some serious thought to it. Don't just kind of arbitrarily say, okay, it's 65 on the first, you know, May the 1st, I'm calling it quits or whatever. Maybe you can, but make sure you've really worked that whole plan and that whole conversation so that when you do pull that trigger on retirement date, you're good to go. Right. Yeah, that's right. And, and, you know, you can always go back to work at a, at a box store or something like that and, and take care of that, but that's not going to replace the income no, that you no, were no. making before. So yeah, don't be a Brett Favre and retire five <laughs> times and then retire and unretire and retire and unretire that kind of situation. So I think we, you know, but overall, uh, some of these decisions that we're talking about here, Nathan, they're kind of hard to undo. So you want to be sound of mind when you do them. And that's really where sometimes coming, you know, having that coach on your side can help. And so I think that's a good place for us to take a break and just let people know if they'd like to come in for a consultation, what that looks like. We are really passionate about our community being educated on investing and well prepared for retirement. We want to extend an opportunity to you right now to help be sure that you are well prepared. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you if you call in the next 15 minutes and have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll talk about your retirement income needs where that income is going to come from, how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little taxes as possible, how to invest prudently, and even make sure that you don't outlive your money. Now, you may be saying to yourself, I don't really have to call in the next 15 minutes, right? And, and yes, that's true. You could probably take care of it in the next week or next month or whatever. But the deal is we've been coaching people on retirement planning for over 15 years and we've learned that it's really easy to procrastinate or get distracted so if you don't start the process now there's a very good chance that you're not going to do it at all so the first coaching that we're going to give you is to encourage you to take that first step now for almost everybody that's the hardest part from there, it's really not a painful process. So if you're ready to finally get a plan in place, give us a call right now at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. And again, that number is 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH to get started today with Nathan O'Brien at O'Brien & Associates. Just reach out, get yourself on the calendar. No cost or obligation, so give them a jingle. 855 855- Five One Coach. More to come here today on the program. This is the Financial Answer. Throughout history, people have relied on sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor, chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local SmartVestor Pro with Dave Ramsey, avid fisherman, and all-around good dude, and learning flyer. Do you fit all of that on a business card? Oh, man, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Is your business card basically a... business card's a a poster board. A poster board, That's right. (laughs) Absolutely. Listen, if you want to get on the calendar, folks, and talk with Nathan, it's 855-51-COACH to give him a jingle and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking about. I want to talk about a couple of things. He'll be happy to help you in whatever way he can here in the Hub City. He's got an office in Jackson and Huntington, so he's pretty convenient for you to get a hold of. 855-51-COACH. And you can check him out online at InvestorCoach.net. That is InvestorCoach.net. All right, Nathan. So uh, the fine print. Let's mm. talk about, you know, that, that fun little, you know, when you have to like update your iTunes 
yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like and you just hit 40, the agree. Yeah, you just hit the agree because it's like 40 billion things long. I know. It you is. have no idea. You're probably agreeing to some stuff. Like, yeah, you know, you probably right. signed over your firstborn and don't even realize it. I know. Um, it's, it's crazy. It, it's pretty no, silly. Nobody reads this stuff nobody anymore. Nobody reads this stuff anymore. And they yeah. all know it, so they can throw anything they want Very in true. Very true. Yeah. Well, there's an old saying that the sales brochure can giveth <laughs> Yeah. And the fine print can taketh away. Yes, it can. That's right. <laughs> so let's just hit on a couple of these here in your neck of the woods, in your world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not necessarily iTunes and talk about, you know, some of these things. So we mentioned insurance earlier. So in this case, let's talk about long-term care insurance. We yeah. hear a lot of people say things like, wow, I got a bigger rate increase than I thought on my long-term care insurance. Is that because they didn't read the fine print? Uh, yeah, maybe it's probably, you know, those fine print on the long-term care policy can be a hundred pages. <laughs> so, Very true. Yeah. So more than likely they just assumed that it wasn't going to go up any because it's so expensive to begin with, but, true. but you know, it is health insurance. It is a form of health insurance. And if we all think about it, our health insurance goes up every single year. The, the difference with long-term care insurance is it typically doesn't go up every year. It'll go up in, you know, five year, uh, five years at a time or, at a five-year increment or a 10-year increment. So it's a big increase. I know there was a company this past year that had a 50% increase. So wow. if you were paying $1,000 a year for your premium, then it went up to $1,500 a year. So wow. yeah, it's uh, it happens. And yeah. um, it's just the cost that they are having to throw out the insurance companies is more than they expected. And they just can't afford to keep on going without that. So understand on the front end that your long-term care insurance is going to get more expensive. Okay. It's going to be, you need to figure that in a budget that in it's going to go up. And if you figure in a three to 4% increase every single year, then you're going to be pretty close to what it goes up over time. So uh, don't assume that it's never going to go up. You know, I know when I first got in this business 15 years ago, people could say that because long-term care insurance premiums had had never increased up until that point. Gotcha. But then they did start. And, you know, there was no guarantee ever that they wouldn't increase, but most companies had never had a rate increase at that point, but they do. Know. It all happens Absolutely. though, right? Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, well, it does. could the same thing be said for annuities? Uh, people with the fine print might not realize that the fees yeah. can get up. Yeah, again, the fine print on these annuities can be three or four hundred pages. Sometimes the the prospectus on annuities. A lot of times, I've seen many in the past that are three, four, five hundred pages long. Holy so cow. Nobody, yeah, nobody reads that stuff, Mark. You know how it is. I yeah. mean, it's just like the, you push the agree button on your phone. So, yeah. And they a lot of times don't understand it to begin with, even if they do read it. So. Now, would this be in all kinds of those, all four classes of the annuities, or is this typically? No, this is this would be variable. Var- more than variable, okay. yeah, yeah. That's where typically the fees come in. You really don't have fees in fixed annuities, um, you know, but variable annuities do. So, variable annuities are are can be laden with fees and just you can be overcome with that. And a lot of times it's, it's all the bells and whistles that we like. It's the, the guaranteed income riders and the death benefits and sure. all of these other things that we like. We, you know, we want to be able to, you know, put a hundred thousand in the market and, and it never go below that. Well, that's not reality. You know, yeah, I mean, true. the market can fluctuate and you can do that. So if you're going to buy something that guarantees, if you die, that you're going to get at least a hundred thousand that you invested then that's through a life insurance that's in the annuity. It's a, it's a death benefit rider. So there's all kinds of bells and whistles that, that these annuity companies have come up with 
because it makes them a lot of money. It makes the insurance companies a lot of money because they can charge that legitimately on your account. You're paying for it. And say that they're providing a benefit that, you know, is really not that great of a benefit when you do the calculation. So you're getting what you're you're paying for it, right? You're paying for the bells and whistles. (laughs) That's right. Uh, It's like like the vehicle. So you go in and let's say you want to get a new, you know, Silverado. (laughs) Except worse. (laughs) Yeah, except worse. And you're like, well, I want one with this option and this option and this option. And they're like, well, I've got one with all the bells and whistles. Well, you're going to pay more for it. So yeah, that's it. Certainly keep that in mind. We're talking about the fine print fiasco, if you will, here with Nathan (laughs) O'Brien on the financial answer. Just where you got to be careful about, you know, checking the fine print on some of these things or having the conversation with your advisor and say, okay, now let's talk about you know, the fine print, the hidden little things here I've got to be on the lookout for. Uh, Mutual funds, is there a situation there? This is the worst situation. I see this all the time, but, you know, investment companies and mutual fund companies, Mark, will will advertise rates, okay? And they'll say, look, you know, this this portfolio that we had did 20% a year for the last 10 years, okay? okay? And they'll show you that, and that's exciting. That's interesting. But in the fine print at the bottom, okay. Most of those will tell you that this portfolio was generated using hindsight, okay? And basically, mm, no one invested in this allocation. No one owned this allocation uh, during that time frame. It's kind frame. of like a would have been? Yeah, if, if you had done this, if we had offered this to clients during that time frame, then this is what you would have gotten. Well, gosh, anybody can do that, <laughs> right. right? I mean, It's like you your know, fantasy football team before the daughter. season starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. My 13-year-old daughter can, can look back over the past 10 years and pick the best performing mutual funds. It's, you know, we want to know what's going to do it over the next 10 years. Right, <laughs> and, right. And nobody knows that. So reading the fine print with investing, especially on advertisements like that and on, you know, when you see things that kind of look too good to be true, make sure you read that because most of the time clients were not in those accounts. There was no one that was actually invested in that allocation like that over that time frame. So um, that's just uh, that's something I wish the industry would take away, but it, they won't. I yeah. mean, it's been there forever. And Le- it's well, that's very misleading. That's almost like trying to say, well, we should get rid of lawyers to a degree. But, you know, <laughs> uh, no offense, lawyers. I'm no, just saying that's that right. it's one of those that's common right. things that people feel like legal ease sometimes is, is, uh, <laughs> Uh, clouded everything yeah. up, you know, made all yeah. these, everyone's got to try to write 4 million different disclaimers to something. So That's right. uh, this is the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien. He's a registered investment advisor and a chartered retirement planning counselor. We're talking about just checking the fine print on some things to make sure, or having the conversation with your advisor and asking for explanation uh, to make sure that you're getting the right answers and the right products for you. 855-51-COACH, your number to call. 855-51-COACH. Uh, life insurance. You know, do we need to expect it to, to uh, inflate once we hit 65? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the type of policy and what you bought and everything. Uh, typically, whole life is not going to get more expensive, but universal life can, term life can, even after the term runs out. And so after that 10-year or 30-year term is complete, then yeah, you can continue paying it, but it's going to be a lot more expensive than it was in the past. Uh, I think really... Where the big surprise happens here, Mark, is with universal life insurance. Okay. So a lot of times people buy this early in life in their you know 30s or 20s even, and they assume the premium's going to be there. They think it's whole life. They think the premium's going to stay the same. But universal life gets more expensive every year. The premium just doesn't get more expensive. So what happens is at 65 or 70, you get a bill that says, hey, you've paid the premiums this year, but 
you owe another $2,500 to keep this policy in force. Ah. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just a big, it's called, it's blowing up on itself. And, and people, that happens at times when people need it the most and when they're expecting to have it, you know, later in life when they're getting closer and closer to death and they've paid for it their whole life. And then this happens and they realize, hey, we can't afford to pay this anymore. So you're just basically throwing that money away. So it's really important to review your universal life policy with your with your insurance agent. Every year you need to review this and make sure that your cash value is continuing. Okay. So when it comes to all these different things, again, a lot of it sounds like key is review, right? It is. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crucial. And just making sure that you're keeping an eye on it because things sneak up on us, just like, yeah. you know, with any estate planning or anything, if you don't have updates and, and make sure things are done correctly over time, then it can be wrong and it can end up biting you in yeah. the end. Well, that's where having the right you know team around you, the right coach on your side to help you uh, in the retirement journey is such a crucial piece. And that's a lot of what Nathan does. And one of the reasons we do the show is to get this information and education out there. Uh, Nathan, let's finish off our fine print conversation here real fast, talking about something we don't spend much time talking about, actually. Yeah. I got to yeah. thinking about it. And that's uh, and that's REITs. Uh, we've, we hear people you know feeling like, you know, I got into a REIT and when I need to get the money out, I can't. So what's a REIT yeah. and what are we talking about? A REIT is a real estate investment trust. And, and that's exactly right, Mark. A lot of people get into those thinking that they're liquid, thinking they can get the money out at any time. And you can't. I mean, most of the time these things are done in, you know, these REITs are investing in uh, malls, you know, and, and things like that, or right. condos or office building complexes and things. And so, I mean, you can't just get your money out of that because it's, you know, it's doors and windows and flooring and, and you just can't go take a doorknob off and liquidate your account. So right. it's something that, you know, that you've got to understand how REITs work. And again, that's one of the reasons why I don't use REITs very often because it's not, it's, it's not what most people need during retirement. It doesn't provide the liquidity needs that they that they desire most of the time. Okay. And, you know, one of the worst things you can do is say, oh, you can't get your money back. I mean, right. How, right. how fast will a client hate you at that point? Yeah, so. very true. Very true. Which obviously <laughs> a lot of people probably felt that way, you know, when the, during the big downturn. And, and yeah. of course, there's different yeah, reasons reasonings for that. But yeah, just making sure that we're reading the fine print, folks. Don't get wrapped up in that fine, fine print fiasco. Well, that's a tongue twister. Um, yeah. Is certainly something. <laughs> Thing that you want to make sure you do. And we'll go ahead and, uh, and take another commercial break here in just a second. But let's talk one more time about the class. Uh, it's coming up. It's it's more about you know investing, separating myth from truth with the investing. Yeah. But you cover a lot of things that we try to touch on throughout the show as well. Yeah. And the, the key is we were just talking about REITs and investing and not understanding some things. Never, ever invest in anything that you don't understand. For sure. You know, that's the key. And take time to make sure you understand what you're doing, what your advisor is doing for you. And that's what this class is about. Just helping you know what you need to avoid with investing and things that you need to accomplish. And this is, you know, we're going to talk about some Nobel Prizes that have been won on investing. So the class is at Jackson State. It's called Separating Myth from Truth. It's October the 16th, Tuesday, October the 16th at 6.30 p.m. The class typically lasts about an hour, so we're not going to take up your whole evening, but it is really informative, really educational, and it is just strictly educational. Uh, but we do want you to register if you want to come to the class. Let us know you want to attend. So give us a call, 855-51-COACH. We'll get you on the list and get some information out to you on where the class is located on campus. 855-51-COACH. Yep, no cost or obligation, folks. 
folks. You just have to grab yourself a seat. 855-51-COACH. Just leave your name and contact phone number so that Tanya can get back with you and get you scheduled and get you all set up for that. Again, it's October the 16th at 6.30 p.m. at Jackson State Community College. Go ahead and sign up now. It's about two weeks away, and the class is getting pretty darn full pretty quick. So go ahead and reach out, 855-51-COACH. Don't let that be a deterrent. They will definitely make room for you. You just have to get them on the calendar. That's why we ask so much for people just to register so we know what we're dealing with, 855-51-COACH. We'll be back with more here. We're going to do the mailbag on the other side, questions from you around the area on the other side here on The Financial Answer. So stay around. Did you know that your host, Nathan O'Brien, promises to put your interests first as a client? He wants to help you answer some of your toughest financial questions. Now, Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. (laughs) Let's get back to the show. Oh, you're back here with us for the fourth quarter of The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, 855-51-COACH. Your number to call to get yourself on the calendar for a consultation or to come in and attend that upcoming class on October the 16th, and we'll talk about that in just a minute before we wrap up the show again. 855-51-COACH, no cost or obligation, but you do have to reach out. And uh, there's lots that Nathan can do to try to help you out and get you some education, but he can't do any of it if he doesn't get the chance to know you. So that's where you come in, 855-51-COACH. All right, buddy, time for the mailbag. We're going to reach into our uh, bag of goodies here and see what kind of emails we've gotten from folks this week. Sounds good. Uh, Joel's got a good question for you. Okay. He says, Nathan, love the show. I listen to it a lot. I know that you talk about having emergency fund is important. It is. So my question yeah. is this. Instead of keeping a savings account, couldn't I just use a home equity line if I need that money in a pinch? What's no. your thoughts? No, absolutely <laughs> not, Joel. So yeah, good question though. I mean, that that is a pretty common question, but no, okay. you don't want to use the home equity line for an emergency fund just simply because, you know, if you're like me, Murphy's Law happens all at once and <laughs> we have multiple things that happen at a, at a certain time frame or in a short time frame. So, you know, I wrecked the car and the air conditioner needs to be replaced and I've got to put a new roof on now that we've had 48 inches of rain lately. So, right, right. you know, just all these different things that happen. And so if you do all of that on a home equity line of credit, you, you do have to pay that back. So if you can't make that payment, then your house is in jeopardy. The place that you live that you your family is planted is in jeopardy and so you don't want to use that for that situation i mean that's just something that uh, you want to try to avoid and have the emergency fund three to six months worth of expenses is good but you know have that there and then it's okay to have that line of credit just in case you you know, you're like me and Murphy's Law just hit you all at one time and you do deplenish that emergency fund, then, you know, you use everything you got, then access that home equity line of credit and and take it if you need to in that situation. But uh, don't use that and don't plan on using that as your emergency fund. All right. Well, Joel, great question. Thank you so much for that. Again, if you'd like to submit your own question, go to investorcoach.net. That's investorcoach.net. Do not be shy. We don't have to give out too much information if you don't want us to. Uh, If you just want to ask a question and not have it read on the air, that's totally fine. You can also just call sometimes and just say, hey, I've got a question. I want to talk with Nathan and go that route. Uh, All right. So next one here is from Jackie. And uh, Jackie says, uh, I'm I'm not sure if Jackie's a male or a female. Could go either way. So Jackie says, I never hear anything from our financial advisor unless I call them myself. And it's starting to bother me. So should it bother me, A, and B, is it okay that they don't call me very often? 
Well, Jackie, I mean, really, that's up to you. This is, a again, a common question, but, um, you know, I mean, this is something you need to address with your advisor. So your advisor may have the idea that they don't need to call you as often, or maybe they think you don't want them to call As I say, is it the expectation level? Yeah, it, it is. I think that's what it comes down to. So have the conversation with the advisor, with your advisor, and just tell them, hey, I, I need you to call me more often, or call me when the market's not doing that great, or whatever. You know, just put me on the list for the occasional update on what's happening, or, or whatever your level right. of expectation is. If you want to call every month, then, you know, see if that's, if that's a, something that they'll do for you. But don't just jump ship because of that okay but if they don't fix it all right if they you know you make a request that you want to talk at least once a quarter and they miss three quarters in a row and don't and don't call you then yeah it's time to go i mean evidently at that point you're not a high priority to them and so uh, that's not an advisor you want to work with you want your advisor to you know, have you on a level that they're placing you on a list that they are calling you and staying in touch with you if that's what you want. Okay. Is it uh, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Nathan, I was going to say, is it no, a situation where, you know, sometimes if she answered her own question by saying she's bothered by it, is it come a point where yeah, maybe you're just kind of fed up? Yeah, I think she has maybe, you know, but again, I just, I hate to see people jump around so much, you know, with advisors. So, um, you know, give your advisor a chance, okay, to fix it, to do what you need to do and to do what you request them to do. And then if they don't, then then they've shown you who they are, jump ship and and get something better, get a better situation for you. So, um, I mean, that's the best advice I think I can give because I don't want people just bouncing around from advisor to advisor. That's not the best thing. Right. That's not not what you need in the long term. So find someone that you're happy with, that you're comfortable with, that works good with you and does what you request and helps you get the returns that you need over time and stay with that person. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for the question. Hopefully that helps you out a little bit. Uh, if you do have your mind set up on shopping around, as we've said many times here on the program, uh, check one, check two, check three. Make sure you find the right person that's right for you. Nathan will be happy to talk to you as well if need be. 855-51-COACH. Final question this week is from Miriam, and this is kind of a long one and a little bit funny, so hang okay. in there with okay. me. Uh, uh-huh. Miriam says, hey, Nathan, so check this out. My husband was born in the 50s. But for some reason, his attitude is more like he was born in the 30s and lived through the Great Depression. (laughs) Okay. Um, I really think that we have saved enough for our retirement, but I got to say, he's convinced we both need to keep working like forever. And she puts that in in capitals. (laughs) Okay. Um, He also doesn't want to really indulge ourselves and spend money and enjoy our retirement really over just the basic things that we need. Is there a way to fix this slash or him? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so we get into fixing him here. So yeah, that's a, um, yeah, there, I mean, there may be Miriam, uh, there's a way that, you know, through, you know, just sitting down and, and actually working out your numbers through a retirement plan or a financial plan to show him that maybe you don't have to be so tight on the money. I'm not saying that that's going to fix him. You know, it may, but um, it may take you know, time too. Yeah, that's right. It may take time. I mean, you know, that's one of my wealthiest clients never could get out of that. You know, I mean, he, he had basically the same mentality, Miriam, and I tried coaching him for 20 years, you know, <laughs> almost. And and he he just he just never was was able to overcome that. So yeah. I can't promise you that he will. But a lot of times when I do this with clients, when you know there's one that's a little more, um, I, I would say 
Stodgy. We'll yeah. Say, yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there okay. we go. A little more scroogey on it and just doesn't want to spend, doesn't want it. Not saying that, you know, you're not giving and, and that kind of thing, but just doesn't want to spend the money. When I go through the plan and show, look, this is what happens. These are your odds of success. And, you know, it's it's super high. So you've got some flexibility. You can get in there and, and you know, access this more than you are. A lot of times that frees them up. And, okay. and allows them to have a more of a peace of mind mentality with it. Well, kind of like the, it really kind of ties back to our first piece today that we were talking about the uh, the higher levels of satisfaction with our yeah. retirement plan. Yeah, uh, you know, confidence sounds like he maybe doesn't have confidence. It um, is. I mean, that's typically what it comes down to is just the uncertainty that could happen in the future. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that may be long term care costs. That may be him dying early. That may be you know whatever knows, that right. situation is. I don't know, but yeah, I mean that those things can easily be addressed in a retirement or financial plan and you know it's something that you can take care of just sit down with an advisor they'll help you and when you're having those moments of i don't know you can that's when you can revert back to it pull it out look at the plan and say yeah okay look we got it or call right call your advisor and say hey i'm having some you know it's almost like a 12-step program possibly where (laughs) you gotta call and talk to your sponsor and say hey Talk me through this, man. I'm feeling a little worried that we're going <laughs> to run right. out of money. So lots of good things to consider. And we certainly appreciate that question, Miriam. And good luck. Talk with Nathan if you'd like. Talk with uh, your own advisor or uh, shop around if you feel like, Zoe, that you do need to do that. 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH, or come and maybe take the class. We'll go ahead and finish off with saying the class might be a good place for some extra information and education. And uh, let's hit that one more time, Nathan. Yeah, so the class is going to be separating myths from truth, and it's a great class on investing. We'll help you understand more about what to do and some things to avoid. It's going to be at Jackson State Community College. It's on Tuesday, October the 16th, 6.30 p.m. It is free. It doesn't cost you anything to attend, but I would like you to register before you come to the class because we've got some stuff we need to send you on where the class is located on campus and some other things. So uh, give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know you'd like to attend, 855-51-COACH. This is strictly an educational class. Nothing's being sold or pushed, so it's really just an extenuation of the education we try to provide here on the program uh, each and every week on the financial answer. So grab yourself one of those seats in class. No cost or obligation. It's about, what, an hour, hour and a half of your time? It's about an hour. Yeah, so reach out and get started today. 855-51-COACH for the Separating Myth from Truth class with Nathan O'Brien, October the 16th. 855-51-COACH. Again, 855-51-COACH. Well, buddy, thank you so much for your time this week. I appreciate you as always. Yeah, thank you. And uh, everybody enjoy your weekend. And maybe Tennessee won't get stomped too bad here in a little <laughs> while. So oh, I think it's probably going to happen. But anyway, we'll uh, see. Hopefully are are you talking about the rain or, or the, the game last no, week? No, the Vols. The Vols <laughs> now coming up today playing Georgia. So it's, yeah. it's going uh, to be a tough one. Well, so, the, you know, know, the Florida we'll wasn't so hot. So, right? No, <laughs> absolutely Seven not. turnovers does not help. We're going to have a tough next four games, I think. So. Well, <laughs> take heart, right? We try to do the positive side here on the show. Uh, new coach, new system, all those things take time. So Yeah, it does. So, it there does. you go. Well, folks, this is the Financial Answer. We'll catch you next time. And until then, have yourself a great week.